Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break. It's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant 459-8565. And I welcome you into the show today. It's a beautiful day here in the capital city, and we're opening things up with Kevin Tenney from the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds. And Kevin's smiling walking in here. He's got basketball on tap. He's got events that he's actually got a plan for now. Things are Things are looking up, Kev. Things are looking very positive in the near future for, well, one for Capital High Bruins basketball because after tonight's victory, we'll go on to state and yeah, yeah, that's looking try to win that. that it's going to be a little bit of a tough game, right? Like, I mean, the girls—you you don't want to give anybody a win, but the girls, I feel like that one's almost—they're I mean, so good. Yeah, the Let, girls. Let's, the let's girl, just put a, a check next to the Bruin girls tonight, right? Yeah, it was funny last night. They had some interviews and. They had Danny Barch on, and she's like, yeah, no one's going to touch us. And then, <laughs> then they got to the boys. They interviewed my son last night, and he's like, yeah, we like the home court advantage. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. There wasn't, yeah, we're going to dominate everyone. We, we like our home court advantage tonight. But it's a, we split with these guys, Missoula Big Sky. So yeah. if we come out and play like we had the last four games, I think we should be able to handle this one pretty Yeah. Good. So what do you got to do? Give, give us your, your sports. Uh, you've been to all these games. What, what do they have to do in order to make this thing work? They have to play as a team. I mean, when they play as a team, when they move the ball, uh, when everyone's getting shots, we're tough. I mean, we yeah. really are. I mean, we got four legit, really good shooters. We got a really good big man. He's only a sophomore that can can. His do shot it. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we we just we. I think we surprised a lot of people this year. Yeah. I mean, and, it and yourselves, maybe. Yeah. And when we go into state, I mean, we'll be the two seed now that Elgate's out. So, yeah. How about um, that? Yeah. So, we, I, I got a lot of optimism going into this tournament, but let's, we want to get it done tonight. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, yeah. Bruins doubleheader. You can hear those games here, uh, this evening. We've got those at, uh, it's five, five and seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Five tonight for the boys. And yeah. Seven so a cool doubleheader out there. Um, we, we should probably talk about some fairground stuff, uh, other than basketball. Um, the COVID vaccine is still being administered out there and really your guys' place has served as a, a pretty, I mean, all around it. It's a fantastic setup. It's working really, really well. It is. And, and starting next week, they are actually going to five days a week. It had, it only usually been Wednesday through Friday. Right. They are going five days a week, I believe, on Thursday next week. They're going from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., not just in the afternoon. So, I mean, they're kind of phasing out the testing and going to full-time vaccines. Just the vaccines. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's going very well. Yeah, and it, it's an ideal setup, and, you know, it, you've got the, the – when we were cold, it was nice because people could actually go inside. You didn't have the workers because people are thinking, well, how long does it take me to get a shot? Well, not that long, but the people actually giving you the shot are standing out there all day long. Right. You know, so they can actually be inside while this is happening because it's like a essentially a drive through that you've got set up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they got their crew outside directing traffic, who I felt pretty bad for a couple of weeks ago when yeah. it was 20 below zero. Um, they're all volunteers all out working their butts off but they're, they're enjoying this this calmer weather but yeah you don't you don't get out of your car it's it's drive through roll down your window get a shot go wait for 15 minutes and then go home i mean yeah. it's it's a very smooth process yeah it's a fantastic setup and uh once again you can you, you can register uh if, if you're in the qualified tier you can register for those vaccines uh it, it starts up again tomorrow 9 a.m 
uh, on the uh, on the county's website, lccountymt.gov. And that starts then on Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're going to be giving those shots out. So we've got Kevin Tenney from the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds with us this morning on Coffee Break. And uh, he's got good news because starting in April, we've we've got events at the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds. And this hasn't I mean, when was the last event that you had out there, Kevin? It was April of 2020. Was it really? It was. Okay. So we will be exactly, I mean, there was some small ones, where, yeah. you know, back when it was 50, I mean, but for, for Like the trade, was it the Mon- Made in Montana? Uh, no, they was had to the... cancel last year. They didn't do it last right. year. Right. Was that the first, I, that might have been the first weekend. That might have been the first, first pull of the events was yeah. that one. Yeah. So, um, it's, I actually pretty sure it was a gymnastics event. That was our last bigger event down at the fair okay events, which coincidentally means uh the first one we'll open back up to is a gymnastics yeah tournament. and we're able to do that because if you if you tuned into the show uh yesterday we were talking with uh trenda neiman from uh, the uh, lewis and clark county health department and uh, she's the health officer for the county and it's still a wait and see a little bit but we're we've been following a trend it's based on you know it's sort of a mathematical formula, but you know they're, they're looking at charts and graphs and uh, essentially watching these things trend down in terms of COVID cases and that sort of thing. And it's a two-week average, and if it gets below a certain point, then all the restrictions are lifted, other than the masks. Um, and we are right on the edge of that. Not the report comes out; it'll come out tonight, and they'll make an announcement tomorrow. It looks like probably not this week, but next week. It looks like that announcement will be everything's lifted, which means it's the group size that's kind of been the problem for you, right? Right, exactly. But going prior to this news, as as things are dropping, and I mean, a lot of these events were still starting to submit plans to the health department, right? Because some of them can make it work. A gymnastics meet, they can make it work with two hundred fifty people. So if even if they weren't going to be lifted, most of these events coming up were submitting submitting plans to the to the health department to okay. get approved so even if come middle of april sure knock on wood they should they'll they'll have a submitted plan they might not, not have to abide by it anymore at that point but even if something were to happen they, they'll be able to do these events I mean, yeah um but the great news is that they get to hold the events and people can actually come and watch them right and i think i wish this would happen last week so we could add a full house tonight at the basketball court but, right um yeah i mean now people can start getting out and seeing these things i know they're still 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 preaching you know wear your mask try to keep away from people which makes sense to me try to try to i mean try to go out and enjoy it but yeah still still be careful yeah sort of walk that middle line right because i mean let's let's have a fair this year and I yeah because we don't want to and that's what you're we talking about before the show is like let's get out and, and and actually enjoy this opportunity now that we've been doing the work and we're finally getting back but we can't blow it either right like we, we can't because there's of course the chance that we get a spike again and things have to shut down and then we lose the big one Right. And uh, yeah, no matter where you stand on it, whether you, you know, just, just go, go with the flow and hope then, you know, then we can start really having some fun this summer. Yeah. Cause really, we're getting close. Right. I mean, hopefully by the end of July, you know, most of our population's vaccinated and we can have fun again. And yeah. that's what, that's what, I mean, when we really start marketing it, I'm marketing it as let's, it's time to have fun again. Yeah. And I like it. And just, 
let's do it. Yeah, we're we're right there. We've got Kevin Tenney from the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds, and uh, he said in April. When in April? When when is this gymnastics? Because fir- I, I get the feeling like it's a, it's a big event. We're going to get a lot of people that have never been to a gymnastics meet before because they just want to be somewhere exactly and that, see something. That first first weekend or the April fifteenth was when it'll start. Okay, it's a three day event and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and then going forward we have a banquet on the twenty fourth at Rocky Mountain Elk foundation is doing their their big event on may 1st i mean we got uh, helen college is going to have a graduation um the cowboy ball will be in may the gobble last chance gobblers are going to have a banquet in may um but yeah the building's big enough they can do that kind of stuff and still spread out right um i mean obviously they're still gonna have to wear masks unless something changes there Um, but yeah it's it, it's almost going to be normal again in April. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And it, it sounds like as, as the farther you get out, you're saying in July, you're even kind of double booked, really. We've got multiple events happening. Yeah, we're usually pretty quiet in July in the exhibit hall because most people are outside, but we have a couple events early July, and then there's fair, and then August. I mean, we don't have an open weekend, I, I think, until May of 2022. Wow. So it's... That's great. Yeah. It, I mean, people... Obviously, a lot of them are events that were canceled, and we just have mm-hmm. to try to plug them in. But yeah, it's it's a it's a packed house at the fairgrounds starting mid-April, and yeah, I, it's, I, it's, we just hope it stays that way. Yeah, it's such good news. Uh, Kevin Tanny with the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds, and you mentioned uh, you know Stampede. You're still working on getting that thing all lined up. We've we've got our show, right? I mean that that's all set, right? And tickets are on sale for that. Yeah, the Jake Owen show set. Um, you know, we're working on the rodeo now, getting some things finalized for the rodeo. All our free stages booked. Um, our our rodeo, we're going to have a special surprise for everyone. It's it's going to be the neatest opening of our rodeo you've ever seen in your life. Bring it's going to bring a tear to most people's eyes, and I mean, we're we're going all out. 60th anniversary. Yeah. Let's 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 do this one big so yeah i'm gonna have the biggest funnel cake i've ever had this year i know it because i missed it last year so i have you know i I have the space i can make up for it's good plural for me um, funnel cake like a funnel cake sandwich right yeah right (laughs) uh and and like we said it sounds like we're getting ready for the county to open things up and uh that's a good thing and you get to get back to doing what you do because you've been you've you've been finding a way to matter in the community with with the vaccines you've had uh you know the kids out there doing school you you, you've played a key role here but it's not what you do and now you're getting back to what you do which has got to be nice right and i mean my guys are they're ready i mean yeah granted they're still busy but they're ready they're ready for events they're ready to see people down there they're ready to put in even more work than they've been doing i mean no. well they got all the maintenance done right right like well, i mean our, our buildings are in pretty good shape right now so yeah, yeah they're everyone down there is ready for events and uh, before we let you go you do still have uh, facility rentals right i mean if people want to get those like the pavilions or anything like that people can do that yeah actually we have a shelter being rented tonight um if you want a birthday party when it's warm warmer temperatures yeah we have three shelters we rent out we have the indoor arena that's constantly being used. That's that's seven days a week. That's getting rented out. Um, right now, obviously, the entry hall won't be available for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things going on. And I think there. camping spots, right? Don't we you do. have camping? Have, I don't think people know about that. Yeah, we don't market it real heavy. We kind of f- 
force it to, um, more towards events. If it's yeah. an event, people camp there. But we do have quite a few people swinging through town that camp there. We have 22 spots with power. Um, we don't have water or dump. We do have water on the grounds if they need to fill up. But, right. um, yeah, we have stall rentals. I mean, there's there's a lot of things you can do down there. So get away to the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds. Right. I like it. Kevin Tunney in with us this morning. Kevin, thanks uh, so much for coming in and spending time. If people want to find out um, what's going on out there coming up, is that all going to be on the website, on the calendar? It, it will be. Actually, we're working on an update on the website today, and now that we, we're starting to hear from these events that it's going to happen. So we're going to start plugging everything in. We'll mention it on Facebook. And, yeah. Perfect. Yep. So everybody get ready. We're all going to go out and watch gymnastics in <laughs> April along with Kevin because we all want to go out and watch something. Kevin, thanks for coming in, man. Th- thanks for having me. And uh, go brew, right? Exactly. Go brew. I didn't I didn't want you to leave without that. Stick around. <laughs> we got more coffee break coming up after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. I'm Troy Shockley, and this is Coffee Break. It's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. And we are finishing out the show today with uh, John Finn from the Lewis and Clark Library. John, how are you? I'm good, Troy. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. We got to chat with, uh, with Kevin out from the fairgrounds and actually talk about upcoming events, which... It's really nice. I haven't been able to do that for a while. That felt good. Yeah, I bet. And you know, we're we're kind of feeling the same thing here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're at least right now you're still hanging in that new fancy library, and uh, <laughs> you know, just by yourself playing Marco Polo between the aisles. But you're getting how close are you to moving ahead with this? I guess it'd be phase three of your plan. How close are we to that, John? Uh, phase three kicks off tomorrow morning. All right. Well, there you go. That's pretty yeah. close then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we've been uh, working on those phases for several months, and based on the numbers in the county, um, we're ready to move on to phase three, which will allow for limited use of the library. Um, you know, we're going to uh, only allow 20 people in at a time right now uh, for 30-minute um, time periods. Um, so they can come in and browse um, check out books, look at the library, uh, see what we've done over the last year. Um, and then we ask people to uh, move on as quickly as possible so other people can come in and, and browse the collection as well. We'll have limited use of computers and um, stuff like that, but uh, um, we are starting that all tomorrow. How does that feel, John? Because, I mean, it's been an interesting time um, for the library. Yeah. You, you and your staff have worked really hard to continue to to be available as you can, continue to matter in and to the community. but. Like I talked with Kevin, they've found a way to do that, but it's just not what they do. They're not doing what they love to do completely. 
you haven't been able to do that, but you're tomorrow it starts up again. Yep. You know, we, we have made some decisions over the last year that go against every principle of library science. And um, we, we talk about that all the time, but we made good decisions that um, reflected in the health of the community. And we, we hope that we made a difference by um, keeping folks away and providing the services that we were able to provide. Um, I tell you, we're a little excited about tomorrow, but there's a lot of apprehension among staff members because mm -hmm. we have not had that opportunity to have face-to-face -face contact with our patrons uh, in over a year. So um, we're excited, but we're also, you know, apprehensive and, and a little worried about numbers going back up, um, but we're going to do our part. Yeah, well, you've been doing your part, and, and I think yeah. that's something you should be pretty proud of, you and your folks out there. Um, you, you've definitely had to kind of turn a focus onto digital, and I guess the good thing is that this was kind of a focus already for you. Uh, you know, not really a huge ask when you had to zero in on that. You, you ideally would like to have that as a you know a second option, and instead of the only option. But but digital wasn't alien to the Lewis and Clark Library. It was not. You know, we have a robust website, and we offer a lot of online um, services already. But uh, to branch out into the virtual online programs that we did over the last year. Um, that was new to us. Um, it has uh, probably changed our focus uh, in the future that maybe we don't do only um, in-person programs. Maybe we do hybrids or do an occasional virtual program. Um, we know we have a lot of homebound patrons, and uh, we've heard that people have really enjoyed doing the, the virtual programs. It, they, it allows them to do programs at night when they didn't want to come out. Um, so we, we might be changing our focus a little bit. Yeah. John Finn with the Lewis and Clark Library, our guest. And I, and I think we're going to see that in a lot of areas that uh, what this pandemic forced us into digitally, we're certainly going to get back to in-person stuff, but I think a lot of it is going to hang around, at least some of it as that alternative option. And it sounds like that's going to be the case for you guys, which, which is a cool thing because now all of a sudden you just have more robust offerings. That's right. Yep. And, you know, we, we have a big program coming up on March 18th. If uh, that, It's going to be a virtual program that in a year ago we would have done it in the large meeting room here at the, the library. But uh, we're going to host a fireside chat with Simon Winchester, who is a um, – uh, best-selling author, and Jim Robbins here in Helena, who's a New York Times columnist, is going to introduce him and do a one-on-one -on -one chat with him. And that's going to be virtual. It's going to be a lot okay. of fun. Yeah. So how do people, is that going to be streamed on your site, on Facebook, or how do people get connected with that? It, it's it's going to be a Zoom event at okay. 7 p.m. next Thursday, or Thursday the 18th, I should say. And you need to go to our website and actually register for that. But um, there are instructions at uh, lclibrary.org on how to register for that event. Okay. So Zoom is continuing, but we're not only Zoom. I mean, as we've said, if you right. missed the opening with uh, with John, we are really close to moving forward into the next step, phase three at the Lewis and Clark Library. It starts tomorrow. So starting tomorrow, people can get in there and, and check out this new look library uh, because uh, we had renovations going on. So nobody's really seen the inside of this library yet. Very few people, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be exciting for people. Um, uh, again, we, we are going to limit time um, just to get people in and out, 30 minutes uh, per visitor and only 20 visitors at a time. We do have some special hours during Phase 3, and that's uh, Monday through Friday. We're going to be open 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then Saturday and Sunday, 1 to 5. 
um, but it, it will be able, will allow anybody to come in and uh, browse the collection and check out books just like they were able to before. Yeah, that's great. Uh, are, are we, we, do, we do ask everybody to wear a mask, of course, mm -hmm. but uh, other than that, um, the, the, that's our big restriction. Are, are you still doing holds pickup? Is that continuing? Yeah, if, if somebody is uncomfortable coming into the library, they can still come in to the lobby uh, for the time being and pick up holds. We may move those holds inside the library for their permanent location, um, but right now we're leaving the holds in the lobby for pickup. Okay. And we're talking with John Finn with the Lewis and Clark Library this morning on Coffee Break and uh, Phase 3 out there getting ready to start. They're going to open back up to the public tomorrow. And I, I did want to ask you about one thing that was announced here not too long ago, the library making laptop checkouts available. Is that yeah. going to continue? And how has that been going? It sure will. You know, that's a, that's a program that uh, we are participating with through the Montana State Library. Um, they uh, had... Uh, a little bit of um, recovery funds and so they they were able to purchase some laptops and hotspots that they distributed to public libraries throughout the state and so we have two sets um, at each of our branch libraries including here at the main library and those sets include either a Chromebook in a hotspot or an HP laptop in a hotspot uh, the Chromebooks would allow for um, internet uh, browsing um, uh, primarily internet browsing and, and file downloads and uploads. Um, and the HP uh, laptop and hotspot would allow for a full Windows environment, so uh, Office and uh, all kinds of different Office products. Okay. So how, do, how does that work? Is it a, a one-week checkout period, or what's the checkout period? Because this isn't – you've only got two, two per spot, so it's not an indefinite right. checkout. It, it's a 14-day it's a checkout. Um, and you can put holds on them through the catalog or call the individual library. Um, because there's only two at each spot, they're going to go fast, and people are going to be waiting for them. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, that's the way to do it is to uh, put a hold on them and then come in and check them out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because everything, of course, now is on the computer, right? I mean, even before this, right. you know, your computers, how, how busy were your computers there at the library for people using that for you know, internet access or generating a Word document, whatever it is? Uh, you know, between all of the branches, um, uh, we probably had uh, close to 20,000 computer uses a month uh, pre-pandemic, and uh, we, we see that bouncing back pretty quickly uh, once we open up to full services again sometime in the summer. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of use. Yeah, well, and then when things got closed down, of course, those computers – that internet access, uh, you know, those that needed those were, were in a tough spot and so were you, you know, there, there was no way yeah. you could really do anything with it. Um, how has the laptop thing been going so far? Um, it's been going great. Um, uh, like I said, you know, that we only have two, so they've yeah. been gone yeah. pretty much since they've been on the shelf, but, um, uh, patrons are really excited. Um, we've always had lot, uh, hot spots for check, not always, but in the last two years, We've been checking out hotspots, and those have always been a very popular uh, item to check out as well. Yeah, there's, there's so many offerings that people don't realize are out there. Uh, John Finn at the Lewis and Clark Library, and uh, there are so many. I mean, people just think library, and, oh, that's where you get books. And you know what? It is. Yep. But there are so many other offerings out there uh, and so many programs. I know we're running low on time. we got about three minutes left, but I, I thought it was really cool. Last month, you guys were doing something with Legos. Uh, how, how did that? turnout 
Oh, that turned out great. Uh, so the branch librarians um, got together and decided to do a Lego competition uh, based on loving your library. And uh, the first week was um, all about COVID and how the library is reacting to COVID. And we had uh, a couple dozen uh, entries for that, actually. It was it was a lot of fun. We, we've had a lot of participation. Um, we've been posting those pictures on our uh, uh, social media pages. And um, the Library Foundation actually uh, acted as our judges for that program, and they had a blast uh, doing the judging. Yeah, it's such a cool thing. And you're going to start to be able to do a lot more of those programs. And I expect uh, when you're doing the in-person stuff, as stuff starts to reopen, that'll all be up on your website and on your Facebook page is where you'll announce everything? Yep. Uh, you know, we have a library reading program coming up this summer. Um, we are we are planning to do an all-virtual library reading program this year. Pro probably no performers like we normally do, no puppet shows, no polka uh, uh, stars. But um, we hope to do that next summer, like a traditional summer reading, library reading program. Um, but this year it's going to be all virtual and probably no in-person programs until we're at zero cases. Okay. but Probably later this summer. But the online stuff is, is going to continue. So programming sure will, will. St still be available. Yep, and that's all on our website. Okay. John Finn with the Lewis and Clark Library with us on Coffee Break today. And uh, I appreciate you taking time because obviously it's a busy day. You're getting ready for, uh, I mean, it's kind of a, a grand reopening, isn't it? We're not calling it that because <laughs> we're, we're, we're hoping for that in the summertime. We're hoping to have a great big party and uh, invite everybody over to uh, celebrate with us. So this is just kind of a, a quiet, soft opening. Soft opening. Um, I like it. Yeah, just, just asking people to come in and grab some stuff to take home because uh, we know people have been dying to get into the collection. Yeah, yeah. So there's no uh, there, there's no ribbon cutting. There's no cake tomorrow, it sounds nope, like. Nope, nope. All right, well. Not until this summer. Yeah, I might come anyway. I mean, I was kind of, you we'll, know, the, the you cake would have pushed me over the top, John. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be great to get in there and take a look at uh, the new construction and the new look library. I know it's something that you're proud of and that Helena is going to be proud of. It, we have been anyway, but it, just with what you've done out there, this place, uh, it, it, it looks amazing. And it's going to be neat for everybody to get in there and actually see what you've been hiding for the last year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's people will be stunned. So what? I, what I do believe. What time do you open up again tomorrow morning, John? Eleven o'clock. Um, our hours are Monday through Friday, eleven to six, and Saturday and Sunday, uh, eleven. No, I'm sorry, one to five. Okay, and that 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 uh, that's on the website. People can find those yep. times and everything. Absolutely. Okay. John Finn with the Lewis and Clark Library. They're getting ready to start phase three, which means we can go and check out books in person again, which is fantastic news. And events are going to start happening at the fairgrounds again. This has been a fun show. I get to talk about stuff happening, but we're all right out on. of time. We'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.